This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 49. Hello, shameless moms. Today is a big day. I'm excited to be here because today is egg day. Okay, you probably wonder what egg day is. Egg day is the point you get to an IVF when you actually get your eggs taken out. So it's egg retrieval, it's a surgery. This happens after about two weeks of one million doctor's appointments and one million shots and a very bruised belly. I actually have to thank a few of our listeners who inspired this episode today and also inspired the photo I just posted on Instagram and Facebook of my IVF belly. I am not someone who ever posts pictures of my belly. I am not someone who ever wears a bikini. My belly is like not my thing I want to show off. And it's kind of funny. There's in Eastern medicine, there is this philosophy around like the belly and how it holds a lot of emotion and a lot of feeling. And I don't know about it very in depth. I just know this from a couple of practitioners sharing this with me. But for me, it's like a super sensitive area. And I've always been someone who's been like physically self-conscious of my belly and just, I don't like people touching my belly. I've had body work, like massage on my belly. Oh my God. It like makes me jump out of my skin. So anyways, I just posted a photo of my IVF bruises, which in order to show you the bruises, I have to show you my belly. And so it's a picture of my torso all over social media, super uncomfortable for me. But I also felt like this is me practicing what I preach. This is me being out there as is and being totally cool with wherever I'm at at any given time, because 
I need to value myself in order for other people to value me the way that I want them to. And this comes right on the coattails of our last episode. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today is our episode, not our, I'm sorry, this isn't the coattails of our last episode. It's two episodes ago. So episode 47, which was the episode where I talked about Vinny looking at himself in the mirror and he got in, up in the mirror in the morning. He was brushing his teeth and he's like, I see someone handsome. And he was all excited about himself. And I did a whole episode about why women don't talk to themselves like that and how we outgrow that. Like little kids love to look at themselves in the mirror and they think they're amazing and like super rad every single day, right? But we don't think that once we get past like six or seven, unfortunately, for many women. And so that was what episode 47 was about. So definitely go listen in on that episode if you haven't already, because today is kind of a follow-up addressing some of the comments that I got after that episode that really I thought were so significant and important that I wanted to share them with you guys. So just to backtrack a little bit and finish up my IVF piece of the conversation that we started with. So today I go in for my egg retrieval. I have done all these shots. My ovaries are swollen. I feel like when I walk downstairs, I can feel them like, it just feels like weird and tender and like heavy inside me. I don't have that many ovarian follicles. A lot of people have many more than me. So a lot of people have much more extreme sensations than what I'm having right now, but it's just really interesting. And I have to say the biggest takeaway from this process has just been what an amazing learning experience it's been. And I had someone post or comment recently about like how it's been so brave of me to share so openly and which I totally appreciate that comment. And I'm so grateful that other people have enjoyed following this journey with me. I have to say that the reason I've been able to share is because I've already been through infertility. This is not my first time to the rodeo and I already have a child. And so not to say that I'm not invested in this, but I'm invested on a very different level. The first time we went through infertility treatments about five years ago, I did not share it with people. It was a very private, personal, quiet thing. I felt very isolated in it. I did have some good friends that I did talk to. And of course my husband, and we kind of selected like who we wanted to share this information with, but it took us two years to get pregnant. The last year of that was doing interuterine inseminations, which is IUI. It took us five rounds of that to actually get pregnant. And it was just a really gut-wrenching time. So to share openly and publicly this time has been really different because I don't have as much on the line to some extent. I already have a child. I've already won. So if all I'm left with at the end of this is the one child that I already have, like there's no losing in that. So yes, I would love to have a second child. I also have a lot of fears around having a second child as I've talked about. So it's made it easier for me to share because I'm not as emotionally distraught over this process as I was the first time. And I have to say, when I first started sharing about this, I just got so much amazing feedback and I felt so supported that it's actually been a really helpful part of the process. And I've addressed this a little bit on other episodes, but it has been really helpful for me to just feel support around this whole situation. That's actually made the process like totally enjoyable regardless of the outcome. And I've really, really appreciated that. It's kind of like when you're like, you know, seven to nine months pregnant and everyone just is like, Oh, look at you. Like you look amazing. When are you going to pop? And all those kinds of questions. And you feel really special. And that's kind of how I feel right now. Like everyone's asking me questions and giving me love and support. And like, that makes you feel special. So it actually has turned infertility into something special and like a special life event instead of something that's like painful and grueling and emotionally 
overwhelming. And so it's just been so different. So I would encourage you, if you are someone who's going through this, to really look at if you feel the need to hide it and if you feel the need to go through it alone, look at why that's important to you because it might be that if you choose to not go through it alone, it would be an entirely different experience for you regardless of the outcome. And it's important to feel good when you're going through something so that you can have the support of other people around you and that you can feel that love and support to get through the emotions more easily and more quickly and not be devastated by the moment to moment things. Because no matter what happens for you, if you've dealt with infertility, there is a lot of devastation. And so, I mean, I could spend so many episodes just talking about little moments where you get bad news, where you're doubting things, where you're having to wait for test results constantly. I mean, like if nothing else, this is like taught me how to be patient, which is not my strong suit. So I just wanted to share that piece with you and also thank you all for the love and for the support and for all the great comments you've shared and the stories you've shared and all those things. Cause it really, it has made this situation just a million times different, a million times better, a million times more powerful than when we went through this a few years ago and kept it really quiet. So with that, I want to return to my IVF belly. So as a result of IVF, I have bruises all over my belly from giving myself shots. Maybe it's because I'm not an expert shot giver, or maybe it's because just sometimes Sometimes when you give shots, you hit a blood vessel. This is what my doctor's telling me. She's like, sometimes you hit a blood vessel and that just happens. So I have all these disgusting bruises and with every day they get more disgusting as they go through their phases of like light blue to dark purple to yellow. It's so gross. So I posted a photo on Instagram and on Facebook at the Shameless Mom Academy. You can see the beautiful photo there. It's me bearing my belly, which I do not enjoy doing, but I also felt like it was really appropriate because I have been documenting so much of this journey. I wanted to share that piece with you as well and share it with you on egg day, which is means that all my shots are over. I don't have to do any more shots for the time being until we do an embryo transfer. If we get that far in the process, if we actually get healthy embryos, then we get to do a transfer in a few months. So moving back to, and I also tell you, my husband is home today and he is working in the office next door to me. So I feel like I have to whisper. So if I sound funny to you, it's because I feel like I can't be as loud and boisterous because my husband's right next door doing his work and it feels very weird. I kind of feel like he's intruding on my territory a little bit. So anyways, so I'm going to try to keep my volume appropriate and not like take up my whole house with my loud voice. This episode is supported by Air Doctor. You probably don't know that Americans take in about 20,000 breaths per day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air, according to the EPA. Indoor air pollutants can cause upper respiratory symptoms like sneezing, coughing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. So what's the solution? Introducing Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I am so excited that we just got our own Air Doctor for our house, and we will have it all up and running and ready to go in time for all the things that come with spring weather, but also smoke season, which is just around the corner for those of us in the Pacific Northwest. And I know many of you across the country. So here's how you can get your own Air Doctor. First of all, Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS and you'll receive up to $300 off of air purifiers. Exclusive to our podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. 
Lock in this special offer by going to AirDoctorPro, A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use the promo code SHAMELESS. That's AirDoctorPro.com, code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. Okay. So in episode 47, we talked about a lot of self-image information and how that can be so skewed for so many women, so challenging for so many women. And it's a really difficult thing. And overcoming self-image issues and overcoming hatred of one's body takes a lot of time. You have to give yourself permission. You have to really start to monitor your influences and monitor like what do you let into your head? What do you let into your visual perspective? Because that impacts your brain so much. So I want to read two comments that I got from this episode, episode 47, because I think they were so amazing and they were very different. So one is from a pregnant woman and then one is from someone who's gained 25 pounds recently. So super different perspectives, but both really great approaches. And I'm really proud of both of these women. And I appreciate both of them sharing with me. And this was all on Facebook. So I appreciate them sharing with the Facebook universe over at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook. So the first comment came from Ann Farrens. Ann is pregnant. She's seven months pregnant. So here's what she said. Loved this episode. Such great advice on how to approach the way I'm seen and unfortunately comparing myself to others, especially at seven months pregnant. I just unfollowed a ton of Instagram peeps who really didn't make me feel that good when I looked at their post in their bikini shots with barely their baby bumps and skinny legs, etc. More power to them, but some days I just want to wear my husband's shirt and sweats and not feel like I failed. Way more fun to think of it as wearing daddy's clothes because I want to be comfy with my baby for a day. Thanks, Sarah. Well, I love it for so many reasons. First of all, because I am like a comfy sweats person every single day. But I also love that Anne took it upon herself to unfollow things that weren't inspirational. Because here's the thing that we do, and I've mentioned this before, we get on social media and we start following, it depends on where we're at in our life. If we want to get fit, we start following fitspiration. So we start following fitness professionals. And a lot of times they're posting their six pack abs and their workouts with, you know, a million pull-ups and squatting their body weight. And like, if that's inspiring to you, fantastic. 
follow them. That's great. But if that just makes you feel bad about where you're at, then don't follow those people. So I love that, you know, and being pregnant, it's super common when you're pregnant, you start following other pregnant people and seeing what they're doing, but then you get into that comparison trap. And there are, especially when fitness professionals, and I don't know if Anne was following fitness professionals necessarily, but there are people who like don't show baby bumps until way late in their pregnancy. Or there's people who there's many celebrities who within a few days or weeks of being pregnant and having babies look amazing again. If that just makes you feel bad about yourself, don't expose yourself to that. You have to take radical responsibility over these kinds of things and identify like this is not helping my mindset. I'm not going to pay attention to this. I'm going to make a concerted effort to block these influences because they're taking away from my experience. And that's exactly what Anne did. She looked at what was not inspiring her, what was causing her to fall into that comparison gap. And then she removed herself by unfollowing those people so that she can focus on being in her pregnancy, being comfortable, being happy happy. I love the idea of wearing your husband's clothes to have that close to the baby. Like that is just the sweetest thing. And if you get caught up in like, oh, I can't fit into any of my clothes except for my husband's t-shirts, or that's the only thing comfortable to me. And that's nothing like what I'm seeing on all these other pictures. It like totally takes away from this experience that can be really special and really precious. So I love that Anne took that step of radical responsibility to make her pregnancy what she wants it to be, allow her body to be where it's at, allow herself to be comfortable and content where it's at. Those things are so significant and so important. So huge cheers for you, Anne, and also so excited for you at seven months pregnant. You're into that time where you're probably feeling great and you have some energy. You're not winding down just yet. Just wait till the wind down in a month or two, which I didn't have a huge wind down. I actually felt pretty good the whole way through to the end, except for the first trimester. But I'm looking forward to hearing more from you, Anne. It's been a delight. We've actually, Anne and I have had some correspondence back and forth throughout her pregnancy. So it's been fun to follow and I'm so excited for a baby announcement. All right. So then the second comment I got Another really great one, totally different perspective. So this is from Meg. I'm going to butcher her last name. Meg Pulzinski. I hope I said that right. So Meg said, I just listened to this episode and I honestly had tears. You spoke straight to my heart and it's what I needed to hear. When you said you don't need to justify where you are to anyone, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I've gained 25-ish pounds in the last year and constantly feel when I see people I haven't seen in a while that I need to justify why it happened, blah, blah, blah. And the truth is we have made some major changes in our careers and family and it's all awesome. But in this chapter, I haven't been able to focus as much on my diet and exercise. Hearing someone say it's okay to not justify this to others when I really am okay with where I am right now has unlocked something inside of me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love your podcast. Meg. Oh, this is great. So I talked about my episode where I talked about why I haven't lost my baby weight. Let's see if I can get that out there. And I talked at length about like where I'm at now compared to where I was before I had Vinny and what's going on and why that's all okay and why it doesn't really matter to anyone and it doesn't really take away from my value. And this is what I see Meg doing here, learning that because things have gone sideways in her life, good, bad, otherwise, and she's in a great place now, which is fantastic, that this 25 pounds is insignificant in many ways. It's only significant if you make it significant, yet she was feeling its significance because she felt the need to justify it to other people and explain to other people. And really, it's no one's business. And I love that I mean, that's such a huge breakthrough, Meg. So you should feel really, really proud of that. And Carrie, I want you to like 
print out this comment and carry it with you because I feel like when you have those breakthroughs, they're fantastic in the moment, but sometimes we slip back and we have to remind ourselves of those moments. You have to remind yourself of that feeling when you had that breakthrough and you were like, yes, this is where I need to be. And it is totally fine and it is okay. So Meg, carry that feeling with you and keep it in a little bottle so that you can have it near you whenever you need it. I've actually heard so many people talk about these kinds of things, talk about like, you know, summer is classic for this because it's where you're like going on family vacation. So you might be meeting with your family or your in-laws, you know, for your annual beach trip or whatever. And we immediately go into this place of having to like justify where we're at because we haven't seen people in a year. And you know, where are we at this year compared to last year? And then sometimes you have family members who make comments and you might have family members who maybe they've gotten an amazing shape in the last year and you haven't. And so then immediately you go into a place of comparison. So to get to that place where you can be okay and recognize that it doesn't matter that you are not less valuable for having gained 25 pounds and oh my gosh, to have major changes in family and career and all that in that same time, why is it that we would focus on the 25 pounds and not focus on big steps forward, big leaps in career or family and those kinds of things? We only focus on the weight piece of it and focus on that feeling like failure because that's what we've been trained to do. We've been trained that our value is in our appearance, not that our value is in our career leap or our family growing or whatever the case may be. And so we have to really consciously step away from that. And it's going to be challenging when you do that because not everyone around you is doing the same thing. They're not all going through the same thing. So they might not be where you're at. They might still be really caught up in value being around body image and being around a number on the scale. And so you have to just think of yourself as like, a little more evolved, but in a kind and loving way, not in a way where you're, you know, throwing stones on the person who hasn't gotten there yet in their mindset, but just being okay with where you're at and recognizing that if someone else is not comfortable with where you are at, or if someone else wants to judge you for where you're at, that is about them. It's that their thinking is not evolved enough. And I don't mean this sounds so critical to say it in that way, but that their thinking hasn't evolved to a place that they can find value in the more significant things. If they're finding value in you gaining 25 pounds, then their priorities and their value system is not where it needs to be. And that hopefully will shift for them over time. But that's about them. That's not about you. And maybe you can impart some of your knowledge on them. Maybe there's an opportunity over a family vacation or over a situation in the course of a situation over a couple hours where you have the chance to say like, we've had all these amazing things happen this year. And like, yeah, you know, I haven't been able to take as good of care of myself, but I've learned that I value myself so much more because I've taken all these other leaps and that's okay. Like there's a season for everything. And sometimes there's a season for taking a career leap. There's a season for growing professionally. There's a season for growing in a personal landscape that doesn't involve being able to exercise and diet. And that's okay. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and it, I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. Of course, we don't want your health to suffer, but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person. That doesn't mean that you have lost value as a woman. And so I love that that was such a breakthrough for Meg. So those two comments, that is what inspired me to post this picture of myself on Facebook and Instagram today and post my belly shot, post my bruises, because I definitely want to be practicing what I'm preaching. I am pretty modest when it comes to body stuff, but I also am going through this 
insane life experience that I don't think I will ever do again. And I feel like I would be holding back if I didn't share all of that with you. Or if I was like, well, I don't really want to show my belly. So I'm not going to show this picture of my bruises. Like these bruises are part of the experience. And I got to say, like, I'm proud of myself for doing all these shots that I did. It's a lot of work. And the last two shots I had to get up and do at 1 30 in the morning. My husband had to do one of them because one was in my butt. And we were like, literally like having to watch. It was like 1 35 in the morning. And we are watching videos on how to do these shots. Like we watched them before we went to bed. And then because you have to mix some of the drugs and it's crazy when you're mixing the drugs for the shots, if you get the dosages off at all, like it can hugely impact things in a horrible way and you can totally mess everything up. And so my husband rewatched this video at like 1.30, 1.35 in the morning because I was so worried that I was going to mess up on this dosage and we were like arguing over it. <laughs> and so I was like, no, we just have to watch the video and I have to look at this email from the doctor again. And so anyways, having gone through all that and gone through these shots, you know, it was two to three shots a day for that were very specifically timed. I had to do some of them. I did one at a wedding reception. I did one at a, fr- I had to take them to a friend's house at one point. I had to come rushing home multiple times to do them, to get them done right at the same time every day. So it was a big commitment. I feel very proud of that. Also, let's talk about wine. I could not drink wine during this whole thing. I also couldn't work out so I could just walk. So I walked for about an hour every day, which was really nice, but I totally missed my regular workouts and was at a loss of what to do with myself at those times when I am used to working out in my early morning workouts. And I totally miss my wine. So you can bet you will find me on my couch with a big glass of wine tonight. So that's why I took that picture. I felt very inspired by Meg and by Anne for listening to that episode and for following through in terms of having a mental breakthrough and Anne for taking action and unfollowing the people who weren't inspiring her, who were just letting her fall into that comparison gap. So the moral here is that you are perfect as you are. And so my body is not what it once was. My body is different right now. My body is pumped full of drugs right now. My body is bruised right now but it's totally okay. And it's totally perfect as is. And I recognize, and I hope that you recognize that when you're going through transitions, when your body's in a different place than you're used to, and it might be that you're comparing it to where you were 20 years ago. It might be you're comparing it to where one year ago. It might be for a myriad of different reasons, but when you fall into that comparison gap with yourself and you have that negative self-talk for any reason, It takes daily practice to come out of that. It takes daily practice and time to reverse that conversation, to change that conversation and to make it more positive. So you really do have to take time daily to focus on what you love about yourself, to find the positive. And you have to do this over and over again. It has to be a priority. You have to make this it goes at the top of your list, just like maybe working out or drinking water or getting in vegetables or eating protein, like all those other things of self-care that are related to vanity. It's easy for us to put those up at the top because we think they're going to make us look better. Here's the thing. You have to put yourself talk up at the top because if you can talk to yourself more kindly, that will change everything about your motivation and desire to work out. That will change everything about your motivation and your desire to eat well. And it will change how you show up in life. It will change how you show up in every situation, in every capacity, but you do have to practice it daily. It's all part of your self-care and your self-love routine that you should be very aware of. And sometimes it will take faking it till you make it. There are certainly days that I am uncomfortable in my skin as it is right now, because I recognize that before Vinny, I was 10 pounds lighter than I am now. And before trying to get pregnant with Vinny, I was like 15 to 18 pounds lighter. So there are days where I'm like, oh man, like I remember when 
things just felt different and looked different. And I have to sometimes fake it till I make it and be like, wait a minute, this is not what I'm about. I am not about putting myself down. I am not about feeling bad in my own skin. I'm going to put on whatever I want to wear today and I'm going to make myself feel good in it. And I'm going to carry myself out there. Like I feel good and comfortable in my own skin. You have to sometimes fake it till you make it. And my extension on that is fake it till you become it. Because what happens when you fake it till you make it is that when you are practicing, when you're going through that time of faking something and like putting on a confident face or confident demeanor, what happens over time is that you actually become that confident person. It takes some practice, but you will become that person. So you fake it till you become it. Pretend to be the person you want to be until you actually are the person you want to be. I've done that in multiple capacities of my life. And I've learned that early on. I learned this from a teacher actually when I was in school for personal training. And I went through this testing experience and I did horribly. It was this practical test and I had to be monitoring someone's vital signs while they were going through this bike test. And I couldn't hear their heart rate. I couldn't get their blood pressure. Like I just was completely a nervous wreck. The whole thing was being videotaped and I faked the entire thing. So my teacher and I, as we're videotaping, my teacher is also taking the same blood pressure and heart rate monitor numbers that I am. And he's recording his numbers and I'm recording my numbers. And at the end of the whole video session, and this was in front of a class of like 30 people or something. And I had to go first, by the way, of everyone. (laughs) And so we get to the end of the whole thing and he looks down and he's like, Sarah, you did great. But he goes, I think my stethoscope is messed up because I got totally different numbers than you. And I was like, oh my gosh, Peter, no, I made up all my numbers. I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> so I just made it all up. And he was like, whoa, he goes, if you ever have to fake anything again, do it just like that. Because he's like, you were so confident about the way you wrote down those numbers that I second guessed myself. So that's the thing. Think about when you wear something that you feel really good in. It doesn't matter if you've gained 25 pounds. If you put on clothes that you feel really good in and you walk out there feeling amazing and carrying yourself that way, it will not occur to other people to judge you as like, oh, she's not looking so good. They're only going to say like, oh, you look amazing because you're standing tall. You're standing strong. You have a big smile on your face. All those kinds of things. That's faking it until you become it fake it until no one has the option of being like, Oh, poor girl. She's put on a little weight. Like she's not her best self anymore. No way. Fake it until you become it. People will react to you. People will mirror what they see in you. So if you come out looking all Debbie Downer, down in the dumps, feeling bad for yourself, then everyone's gonna be like, Oh, poor thing. She's gained some weight. She's really not in the best spot right now. Like we hope things get better. That's not how you want people to see you. So really do embrace that idea of faking it till you become it. And then lastly, take radical responsibility. You get to choose how you feel and you get to choose how other people make you feel. So you can't blame others for making you feel like crap. You can only blame yourself for letting you feel like crap. You can only blame yourself for that conversation. I'm not saying that you should beat yourself up over that for sure. I don't want you beating yourself up over it, but I do want you taking radical responsibility for acknowledging like, man, I talk to myself horribly. I look in the mirror every day and notice things that I don't like. I am going to do something about that because I am worth more. I value myself more. I don't ever want my kids to see that I do this. I don't want my kids to ever mirror this behavior of mine. You have to take radical responsibility if you want to make change in the way that you see yourself. So me taking radical responsibility was posting a picture of myself with my shirt pulled up and my pants pulled down today. So with that, I hope that you take radical responsibility to see yourself as perfect as is today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if this episode has been helpful to you, please do share it. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com. And this is episode 49. So you can find us over at episode 49. If you want to go share this episode out, you can 
click on that episode link on our website and then get the link to share it on all social media platforms. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Shameless Mom Academy. And these episodes will be posted there as well. So you can share from there. And as always, if this has been fantastic for you and you want to give us feedback, you can go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review to leave a five-star review and tell me what you loved about the show. I would love to hear from you. I do read all of my reviews and I love hearing what you're enjoying and then I know what to do more of. So please do head on over and leave a review if you haven't done that yet. And thank you for those who have already done that. If this is your first time listening, know that we do release episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And if you subscribe, you can get them immediately after they're released. So they will be in your podcast app as soon as you go to it first thing in the morning. So you can subscribe by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review and clicking on that will take you right into our iTunes page. And there's a little subscribe button you could subscribe there. So thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you again in a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking